Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, homie, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey, this is escape. Then where the path? Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Don't you agree? Another happy landing. All right, welcome back to the show, Diego. Glad to be back. Always good to have you back, man. You're, you're like the official co-host of this show at this point. You got more episodes under your belt than anybody. <laughs> Clone Wars talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And roundtables. <laughs> so, yeah. so we got the Mandalorian season two trailer. We're going to take a look at that as well as the EA Squadrons trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a game coming out in October. Uh, actually, Mandalorian's also coming out in October. Uh, but we had uh, this CG short called The Hunted, I think it was, uh, drop just a couple days ago. So I figured it would be a good chance to take a look at uh, both uh, trailers slash shorts uh, that, that dropped this week and uh, uh, just speculate on them a bit. But, oh, the... uh, did you watch that? It was like the EA, like uh, Star Wars Squadrons. The, the fighter short. pilot one. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch that? I saw a little, like a little, uh, like a sneak peek, like when they first announced it on uh, Battlefront Two. Um, yeah. But um, like in game, there was uh, but I there haven't was like seen a... anything else since. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there was like a little six-minute like mini movie that they actually like just launched, which was super cool. Uh, I haven't. Seen I think that. it dropped. Uh, I think it dropped two days ago oh, or yeah? something like that, or three days ago. Yeah, it was pretty good. But uh, yeah, okay. You know what? Let's uh, let's just watch this trailer. And get right into it, and then. I want to see uh, some violence in this season, like some, like, actual violence, like, like, like I want to see like I know it's a show and all, and it's Disney, and I hate Disney and all that stuff, but I want to see like you know I want to see people's limbs get cut off, I want to see like people get shot, you know, uh, holes in chests kind of thing. I want to see <laughs> some some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, some some late Clone Wars action kind of thing pg-13 that's what i'm hoping for um what i'm really hoping for though is some more clarification on the child maybe it gets a real name i don't know if they'll do that maybe towards the end of the season they'll give it a name uh, i'm not entirely sure but uh, i mean i i have an i have an idea as to the fact that they would not have brought in a little thing that looks exactly like Yoda if they did not intend to tell a story that had something to do with with the rarity of that species or or something like that like there's got to be some bigger purpose behind why they went with that race especially when George Lucas himself tried to stay away from the whole origin of Yoda and and his species kind of thing uh, there was only one other of his kind in the films and that was Yaddle 
in the Phantom Menace. And so that's that's what I really want to see. Uh, it might be cool to see some familiar faces, uh, but uh, yeah, the, the cast, the whole thing from Ahsoka Tano popping up, I, I really hope that there's not a huge emphasis on this character showing up in the series because I still think that Ashley Eckstein should have had the right to play that role in live action. Um, but additionally, that I also hope for the last thing is that this show grounds itself more into the timeline that it's placed because I hear too many people that are confused with when this show takes place. They still think it's a prequel to all the films because people refer to it as baby Yoda. And I'm not, I don't have a problem with that, but it adds a lot of confusion. Right. So anyways, uh, yeah, let's let's watch Put this thing. Full screen. Yeah, full screen that. Recline the chair a little bit. Let's do this. All right. Safety deemed such destruction. You must reunite it with its own kind. Where? This you must determine. The songs of eons past tell of battles between Mandalore the Great and an order of sorcerers called Jedi. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way. You know this is no place for a child. that looks that looks all right like i don't know like just just based on what i saw like it, it looks cool but like not it's not really hooking me in um to to watch it like it's what i'm trying to say is it's not enough for me to be like wow i have to watch that you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you're talking about it is a teaser trailer it's it's got a lot of questions behind some of the things that we see and uh there's a lot of filler shots that are just actiony and look awesome you know people walking and environments and stuff like that so you know nothing crazy nothing mind-blowing but if there is anything in this trailer that stuck out to you um what exactly would that be I want to pause if you go on the YouTube video, if you pause at 50 seconds, 49 or 50 seconds, whatever, we see the glimpse of this character. She's got like a dark cloak on kind of thing. She gives me a real like Sith kind of kind of vibe there. Like um, I and it's it's interesting because uh, 
her face almost has a reddish hue to it. Uh, I'm not saying she's related to Darth Maul or anything, or even a Sith or a Jedi or whatever, but like, that's the first thing that comes to mind because, you know, how many times do we see, you know, all black cloak and, you know, the hood up? Yeah. You're talking about Sasha Banks's character, uh, the WWE person. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what or who she's playing. Uh, in fact, I didn't even, I didn't even know that she was cast as a character in this. I, I'm not a WWE watcher. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. But, uh, yeah, she does look quite suspicious. It's possible she could play some sort of uh, force-using character of some kind. Uh, it's, you know, uh, my speculation is that it's uh, probably nothing of the sort. Probably just uh, another character that has to do with scum and villainy. We're talking another bounty hunter, maybe an assassin of some kind. Who knows? Uh, maybe she's a client that has uh, hired somebody else to come after the child or, or something. I, I have no idea. But if uh, she is a force user or if she has anything to do with Sith, anything, it's possible she could be from the Acolytes of the Beyond, which is like a Sith cultist group uh, that basically just worshipped the Sith and start, tried to collect relics and uh, things of the past that had to do with them. And uh, at one point there was a short story or a, or a I think it might have been in the, the novel. It was like an interlude in one of the novels for the Aftermath trilogy of books where they got their hands on what could have been Vader's lightsaber. So that's interesting, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I, I have no idea. Around 36 seconds, we get the Tusken Raider shot. So we definitely are heading back to Tatooine. Uh, there's a shot where we see the snow and Din Djarin and the child are, are in the snow there and uh, a snowy planet that they're landing on or crashing on. I can't really tell. This could be either Hoth or Ilum. And of course, uh, Ilum now being uh, confirmed as Starkiller base, if you've played through the Jedi Fallen Order campaign, uh, that's that's a thing now. And I'm a big fan because I hated the fact that Starkiller popped out of nowhere uh, after 20 years. And I, I just, I kind of want to see the the relevance of why they're going back to it because if you go there they're not going to say oh this is hoth this is ilum they're, they're right. gonna you're gonna have to see something that's like a giveaway like some sort of landmark right mm -hmm. you're gonna have to see something that tells you oh this is for sure one of these two places right yeah so i think <clears throat> i think i don't know I'd like it would be cool to see ilum but i'd almost i'd like to see hoth as well so i i I don't know where they're going to go. Um, uh, like both would be sweet, but I, I doubt they would bring both. But yeah, I don't know. It makes me wonder because the trailer hints at the fact that uh, that the child is, is supposed to go back to this. Uh, these, you know, what the Mandalorians refer to as these sorcerers, sorcerers, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which are the Jedi. And, and like this, this child is like force sensitive, but, you know, beyond all measure of what they've ever seen before so i mean you know for uh, for a little baby essentially it's like this thing can lift a massive beast and do all these other crazy things so it's like you know his mission right now in this season is to try and find the jedi basically and deliver this child to to them so um my thoughts are him tracking down the jedi could lead him to these places that we have seen before like 
you know, like maybe Hoth and there was a rumor. It's like, oh, yeah, the Jedi Luke Skywalker was there once and uh, maybe he's looking for clues. Right. Uh, or the the crystal caves on Ilum uh, are a pretty good place to start, you know, being a, a very common Jedi ground at one point. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, we got this uh, water world shot, which is pretty cool. Some uh, fishing wharfs, a lot of Corin, a lot of Kamonkala on here. Yeah, you see all the yeah. There's calamari. There's corin all in the background. This definitely could be Moncala, um, which has a lot of history to it. So hmm. I don't know. That'd be pretty fishing cool. wharf. Yeah, fishing wharf. I find it interesting that there's the fish people are fishing. <laughs> it's just cannibalism, man. It's just cannibalism. It, it, it is. Like, what? It really. Why is. are they allowed to do this? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd like to see something like, well, because they mentioned that they have to bring the child to these sorcerers which are jedi um yeah so i wonder if like do we get a glimpse of uh perhaps luke skywalker like that'd be that'd be pretty cool yeah now, keep in mind the de- aged maybe yeah not not as or, re- or recasted recasted not as old though because you have to think timeline right it's not going to be like sequel luke it would be like you know a little bit after it'd be after yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah so so it makes me wonder though if they would do a de-aging process and and rather than recasting because the only time we've seen one of those original like legendary cast members recast has been in a movie in which takes place before they even come into the show right like being solo yeah uh, like harrison ford's appearance as han solo is an older solo than what we get in solo and then there's nothing before solo whereas with luke the entire original trilogy is played by Mark Hamill. And then there's this show. And then there's the sequels, which are also played by Mark Hamill. So it's like, who who's going to be that awkward actor to like slip in the middle of those two trilogies and like play that character as a younger version, right? Or they like, could CGI him like they did with Leia. They could. Yeah, they could use like... Uh, I mean, they I already Sebastian did it in Stans. episode nine. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, actually, the other day, you just watched Captain America for the first time. Mm-hmm. So uh, Steve Rogers' best buddy, uh, uh, Sebastian Stan's character, Bucky, um, he, that actor, he is, uh, at least this is a fan casting thing, uh, but uh, a lot of people kind of want him to play the younger Luke Skywalker. If anybody were to be recasted as the character, people kind of want him because he facially looks like the same. Um, but and is that something that you would be happy with? Like if, if you had some like a Luke Skywalker lookalike? No. Or no. No. Like uh, it would have to be CG'd over, right? Like CG'd just- over. And like they he can do the voice recording and uh, of course do all the physical stuff. But they can modify yeah. his voice, modify him with CGI because that's a role that it's like saying, OK, Darth Vader has been. Um, oh, what, what's this guy's name? Uh um, I'm drawing a blank. What what's the what's the actor's name? Um, what the Darth Vader or Luke? The the voice of Darth Vader. Um, oh, James James Earl Jones. James, <laughs> thank you, James Earl Jones. I could not remember that. Yeah, James Earl Jones is and has been and always will be the voice of Darth Vader. But because oh, let's say they want to in- integrate him into another spinoff movie or whatever, it's like they say, okay, let's get Arnold Schwarzenegger to do it. Does it seem right? No, right? So, no, like, no. there's one person for the role because it's yeah. been that way since the dawn in of all time. The, you know, like, in all the TV shows and in the films, it's always been James Earl Jones. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, like, I would hope that if they did pick a lookalike that they would at least... Oh, hold on a second. I, they, they did have a young 
they do have a young Luke Skywalker asset because they put in a young Luke Skywalker into that flashback scene in The Rise of Skywalker. They made the young Mark Hamill to go with the young Carrie Fisher, which was uh, the the Jedi training scene that they have in, in The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's actually, it's not super far-fetched to believe that it is possible that they could bring in Mark Hamill to do the voiceover for his CG body of his younger self. All right, at 108, we get a shot of an X-Wing out the window of the Razor Crest. And there's what appears to be a, a very close lookalike to R2-D2 in there. So I don't know if they're going for an R2-D2 lookalike or if that really is R2-D2 and a different pilot. Or maybe it's Luke Skywalker as a cameo from like far away and it would be a CG helmet faced guy and then and then voiced by mark hamill maybe like it's a possibility but i i just don't know if it's if it's actually if it's actually what we're actually looking at because it almost seems like too good to be true kind of thing. i just hate that the shot is so short and you literally have a second it's very short yeah you have to kind of hit that space bar right on the noggin because uh the 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 focus is kind of blurry on the ship there. And then right when it unfocuses, it goes to the next shot. But I think they did that on purpose. I mean, that could be Luke's X-Wing. Like, that's a huge thing, I mean, you know. I'm looking at the very tail end of the 108 frame. And it sure looks like R2-D2 to me. From a distance. It has like a... It's tough because you can't really see it. But like from what we get in this shot, it looks bluish it looks chrome it looks like art it looks white. white like um dude that could be that could be luke and r2 yeah man i uh yeah like uh i mean they got the asset they got the digital asset for for mark hamill's younger self uh i mean they just need to make a i mean they have the x-wing assets as well like they they probably have a 3d asset for r2d2 right like i mean they got it all there they got all the pieces all they just need is mark hamill as casting as a voiceover double for the intercom voice and yeah. then they have a luke skywalker cameo <laughs> they'd have to have a serious budget for him to come back in right um but but even then he's done well he's done voiceovers in yeah. the past though like he played the the voice of darth bane in the clone wars when when we had that yoda arc he, he was the ghost you know the sith lord that comes out of the the floor and to haunt yoda mm. kind of thing so like and, you know, he does TV stuff here and there. He was on Big Bang Theory. Like, I don't think the guy is so Hollywood that he's like, nah, I'm not coming in for a little voiceover if it only means I'm getting a, you know, a couple thousand dollars out of it. Like, I think he'd actually be down to do it under any circumstance. This is a very well-respected show. And compared to how the sequels were received, I think he would be very happy to come back and play the Luke Skywalker that people mm -hmm. know and love. Yeah. Even if yeah, it is a voiceover. Again, with the timeline, like this is just after Return of the Jedi, right? It's like it's not in we're not getting into the abortion side of things. You know, we're we're in that prime time where it's like it's still good old Luke, right? So yeah, exactly. I would expect that I I would see like a a post episode six Luke, you know, not drinking green tit milk from a freaking giant disgusting <laughs> thing, and you know, like actually you right. know the luke skywalker that everyone likes um 
I think they could do it. Like they have the it's Disney. Yeah. Is it would it be big in the budget to you know CGI him like a a little bit older? You know, when it's that far away though, the detail doesn't need yeah, to be that good. I mean. I mean- Quite frankly, I think what they got right there is probably as close as we're going to get to what's inside that cockpit. And if if my assumptions are true and the fact that it is Luke Skywalker, then then yeah, it would just be a voice a voice double. I don't know thing, what would be know? harder. Would like CGIing him like his younger his younger self in there, or working on his voice to kind of get it on par with what we had in the original? Mm. Like, what's harder? You know. Well, assuming that they actually have the model still, I would imagine that they still have it from episode nine, which is a fairly recent film. They forgot the the young Luke Skywalker that ready to go. Uh, they just need to animate it. So, I mean, I don't think and from that distance, I don't think they need a crazy level of detail in the face. I mean, they've got the sculpt there. They got the model there ready to go. So they just need to add mm-hmm. some some motion. Right. Um, but I mean, as far as the voice goes, I think uh, it would be challenging. Yeah. Yeah, for him to do his younger self because he's done it before. He's done it for the Robot Chicken Star Wars uh, shorts, and you can tell that it's that it's him as a current older guy mimicking his younger self, and um, that's it. it just it, it is what it is. I mean, he's an older guy. He's more grizzled now. Um, it, it's going to sound a little different, but if they're in the cockpit of that ship. I really doubt that it's going to make a huge difference. If it's him talking to Din Djarin over the uh, intercom, then I highly doubt it's going to make an, a very apparent difference if uh, if it's distorted, you know, with the whole comlink uh, sound, maybe some static over the radio kind of thing. I, I really think that they could get away with it. And uh, I mean, quite frankly, I would love to see Luke Skywalker show up um, you know, for a couple seconds, just as a passing by moment. And if it's reasonable, if it works. In a way, I can agree with you. But in a way, it's kind of like, I don't expect him to like, come into the show and be a regular cast member. I Because, you know, that's, that's no. not yeah, going to yeah, happen. Totally, you totally. know, like, unless they want to pay him. Right. But, um, but I mean, like a cameo would, wouldn't be so bad. Like, it's a nice little way to spice things up a little bit. But, but, um, mm. I mean, as as dope as it would be to, you know, have him like as a full time, you know, cast member and like doing episodes and stuff like, I mean, what are they going to put like him, him training up this little Yoda and like trying to show it the ways of the force? That would be cool. I don't know. Again, I don't know what's going to happen because this thing is literally an infant, you know, like we have no idea where it's going to go. Like it's so it's, it's so young and it's so like easy to like manipulate and it could be like bigger than Palpatine power wise, you know, and like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and we don't see, we don't see this thing in the sequels. So like, I highly doubt that, uh, they have a plan to bring Luke Skywalker in this, this whole assumption of ours that that could be him. Uh, it might just mm. be a red herring. It could be. Yeah. There's a bounty takedown at 120. Some sparks on a lamppost. Guy that's been strung up by his feet. Don't know who that is. Um, yeah. Okay, one sec. Let me fast forward to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where that is. There's a lot of graffiti on those walls. I don't know where he's hanging out. But uh, this is the same or could be the same area of location that we saw at uh, 32 seconds. I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's the same same street that we see in uh, at... Uh, 31 32 seconds into the into oh, yeah. the trailer. Yeah, yeah. 
So 124, they got that boxing um, ring of uh, those pig guys. Yeah, yeah, Gamorian, Gamorian guards just champing it out in there. They're actually a lot skinnier. Yeah, I was gonna say than like the ones in yeah, Jabba's I was gonna palace. say like the, these guys are supposed to be big. Like, what's going on? Yeah, they're supposed to be like yeah, porker like, guys, yeah. right? Like, like porky the pig. No, it definitely looks like that could be just actual people with masks uh, on. I mean, it is, but like, but, <laughs> but like, but like in, in yeah. real life, right? But in Star Wars, it looks like these are Gamorrean guards that are just, <laughs> they're on a out. diet. <laughs> they're on a diet. Yeah. There's like, what's yeah. going on there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and we got one eyed Willie in the next shot, uh, talking. Then he's got Jaren. three guys that like kind of, point they they kind of hold guns to his face point blank so i wonder what that's all about and then baby yoda looks at it he sees a little like blue thing goes off yeah. and then yeah no i i love that shot man it's actually it's so adorable yeah but um i don't know overall you said uh it doesn't really draw you in i'm, I'm kind of surprised because you you were actually pretty fond of the first season. You I, really I did, it. I did. I think like so far as as Disney goes, it's probably the best that they've done. Um, but I mean, like live action wise. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is just like a like a teaser trailer, I guess. To be fair, so like we don't have the full beans of what's you know gonna go. If they have re- released like an official trailer with like a bit more in it, then it'd be like okay. But just off of that. Yeah, dude gets stabbed in the heart. Yeah, maybe Luke Skywalker with R2-D2. Yeah, maybe Yoda is getting hunted and they want... Or not hunted, but they're, they're, he's being seeked out by um, uh, the Jedi. So, I mean, yeah, is it is it something to make a show out of? Maybe 10 episodes or whatever they're going to do? Yeah, but as far as, like, hooking me into it, not really. Like, yeah. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually pretty stoked. I mean, as far as all the the stuff that we've been through with the actual films, I mean, this has been aside from aside from Clone Wars coming back and 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 stuff like it's really been. Um, this is like what I'm super stoked for from from what they have been doing. You know, like the the live action shows have been their sweet spot for kind of where they've been getting yeah. things right. And uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing where they go. It's Dave Filoni. It's Dave Filoni and John Favreau. I mean, like you know, you can't really go wrong. Uh, we all enjoyed the first season. This is just going to be more of the same stuff. But you know, yeah, I mean, as long as those guys are in charge, um, I mean, it's it's bound to go in a positive uh, line, right? But, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, exactly. But uh, all right, let's uh, let's check out the EA Squadrons CG short. It's called Hunted. It's on YouTube. Uh, you guys can look it up, and uh, we're just going to be chatting about it as we watch it here. So, all right, let's click play in three, two, one, go. EA Electronic Arts. Ooh, Battle of Endor. Barshaw Imperial Dockyards. All squadrons, on me. So this is after the Battle of Endor. Hold formation. It's not over yet. Captain, 
The station is lost. Call off the attack. Squadrons, disengage. <laughs> Is this game only fighter pilots and stuff? Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you lost me there then. They need to make like a Battlefront 3 type of game or something. Like I'd be I'd be so down for something like that. I see like have you played through the whole campaign for no, Jedi not yet. Um, after I beat that like uh Oga Boga, whatever it's called, like that giant frog on that planet, and then I moved to the next yeah. one. I kind of stopped after that. I haven't, I haven't played. Yeah, that that's fair. Bit, but, but um, I think because we're getting two sequels to that game, I'm pretty sure. And uh, aside from Squadrons, there's really nothing else that they planned for a successor for Battlefront. I think Battlefront Two they kind of made out to be the last of its kind. Ugh, that's that's sad to hear. Like. Yeah, I mean, I really like the, I like the combat and the uh, yeah the style that they did it in is is, all, is pretty good. Um, this game though is built off the same engine that they made for the the starship mode in that in that game. Mm -hmm. Except this whole thing is going to be first person in the cockpit, so it's a little different than than I guess the third person perspective option that you had in Battlefront Two. But the cinematic of this quality is like is really. It's really well done. Yeah, it looks good. It just sucks that it's only fighter pilots, because like I barely played the fighter pilots, and then when I did, it wasn't all that like it wasn't all that exciting. Though. Like I, right. I had way, I had a lot more fun, you know, playing as like a hero in the game, mm. right? Uh, or even just a, a, a trooper uh, on the ground. Or, or yeah. Avoid, right? Yeah, that's fair. But, like, the cinematically, like, this, uh, this is obviously, like, a cutscene they made or whatever. Yeah. Like, this is, this looks pretty, pretty solid. It's, it just it's sucks. pretty solid. It just sucks that it's a, it's a video and it's not actually, like, um, you know, what you can see. Well, they're using the same kind of assets that you'd get in the the cutscenes, probably. But uh, I think a lot of enhancements have been made to this, obviously. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. They... So 
so oh look see see that x-wing guy has an r2 unit of some kind in his cockpit as well mm -hmm. so it's possible that it could be just someone else in mandalorian Looks really good, like all these asteroids like hitting everywhere on the ground, just flying through them. Uh, yeah, it looks awesome. That X-wing and oh, he just got shot down. Oh, who's this guy? He's one of the main characters of the game. Yeah, it looks like it. That's a cool effect on the water. That's that looks really cool. Now he's going to die too. Couldn't you just eject your seat? <laughs> like, then go for a swim? Like, I, yeah, that's a maybe? question. I, I don't even know if, I don't think TIE fighters put ejector seats in there, but it would be useful for if you're in atmosphere. Kind like, of thing, I'm, ju but. I'm just thinking, right? Like, yeah. You know, obviously their suits are advanced enough to, like, perhaps breathe underwater, breathe in space, like, rather than just go for a swim like that. I mean, he's not dead, as we can see, but. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, man, I want to see this thing in like 1440p. Like, this thing would look amazing. Yeah. Like, no, this game I think is going to be pretty, pretty gorgeous when it comes out. Yeah. Not for me. Put the helmet back on, and then Star Squadrons. Wars Squadrons. Yeah. Yep. So that's the that's the. Uh, the hunted CG short there dropped October on September 2nd. 14th. Game comes out, yeah, launching October 2nd on, uh, I don't know, uh, everything <laughs> Xbox <laughs> One, PlayStation, PC, yeah. uh, VR compatible. So it should be interesting. But see, uh, in VR, that would be pretty cool. Like, that would be cool in VR. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, and that, that's also like one of the main reasons why I even pre-ordered it right because like i was like oh it's vr compatible i'm gonna get some good use out of this so i mean what i really want though is a vr compatible pod racing game i've always been hoping for that yeah so. i mean you need you'd need like a to get the full experience you'd need like a setup like you remember that thirty thousand dollar pc setup video we saw like yep um you need something like that with like you know you got the handles and they have like levers so you could extend them and retract them and like right uh, like yeah no you like need the whole the, simulation yeah, experience yeah exactly you put up put like uh, the dyson fan in front of your face have like the wind blowing at you yeah exactly uh, yeah yeah totally i think that would be the best way to do it that's i mean you got to recreate the experience at home right like i mean uh they you can only go so far with just like sitting in the chair and playing the game i guess you gotta use your creativity and and spruce it up even more if you can yeah uh, I know a lot of people like buying those racing simulators that are for Forza and you know Gran Turismo and whatever else you can get 
that's a big thing for a lot of people. Gaming isn't necessarily all the first-person shooters. Or some people are super into the racing games, uh, so you can buy those massive rigs that you know you have the racing seat and the wheel and the shifter. And, I mean, it's pretty sweet. It, it, like they vibrate and everything, and they move. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have the space for one of those things, but Pogs would be cool. Yeah, I'd rather just, you know, I'd rather just go for a drive at that point. Like, yeah, uh, get, get yeah. the real roads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. man. All yeah. right. Well, uh, yeah, let's wrap this up here. Any any last words for the for the going forward Mandalorian? Um, yeah, I mean, we'll just have to see. I'm obviously going to watch it. But uh, first impression, like not not super. Uh, you're Not cautious. To, I'm, you want to be cautious. I'm cautious because it's like, I don't know, man. Like, after those three movies, I know the show is a different story. Don't get me wrong. But like, I don't know. Like, there's, I, I want to kind of keep my guard up uh, on everything Star Wars related now. Because after that first movie we saw, oh, man. like That's fair. It, like, 10 minutes into the movie. And I was like, they are going to just take a steaming dump on like the rest of this trilogy and oh yeah look at what they did right so like um yeah and yeah but anyways uh the show like the show will probably be better but uh first impression not not really impressed but um but that's just a teaser trailer so let's see exactly when there's an official then we'll watch that and we can do an official thing on that and then it'll probably be better but um yeah, I was I was hoping for a bit more, but they probably got something up their sleeves. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they have a lot up their sleeve that they uh, they haven't exactly told us about just yet. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll yeah. have to wait and see. So yeah. anyway, we'll uh, we'll catch you next time on the show, man. Uh, for sure. Thanks for having yeah. me. As always. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. I'm your host, Josh, and uh, this episode is brought to you by myself and our co-host, Diego, who is uh, super awesome. We love Diego, and we love uh, having him back every time on the show because uh, he's awesome, and uh, just wanted to say thanks, Diego. (laughs) So uh, other than that, uh, we have uh, a few ways that you guys can actually get in touch with the show. Our Twitter feed is at S- uh, at SW Escape Podcast, and our email is theescapepod at outlook.com. Uh, you can also send us a voicemail to our voicemail address. Uh, go to speakpipe.com slash Star Wars Escape Pod, and you can uh, send in your own recording right to the show. So uh, we can hear you right here. And uh, as well as our Discord, if you go to our Twitter feed, there is a URL address in our profile page near the bio. And it's an invite to the Discord server. You'll find access to a couple RSS feeds, which have everything to do with Star Wars there, of course. And there's some more features coming out to the public very soon. So there's that. Uh, If you guys can help us out at all in any way, uh, five-star rating always helps, as well as sharing this podcast with a friend. Just word of mouth, you know, spreads the message, gets it out there. And of course, we're available on every platform across the galaxy. So there is that as well. Uh, anyway, that's all for now. May the force be with you guys, and we'll see you next time. It's like-